0: Baruch Hashem it is day number 251 of our daily study of Ramam Sefer Mitzvahs. And in the three chapters a day study track of Mishnah Torah, we are continuing in Hilchas Gzele Vaveda. That's the laws of robbery and of lost objects. We started it yesterday with chapters one, two, and three. Today we're doing chapters four, five, and six, if you're studying three chapters a day of Mishneh uh, Torah. Yesterday we had the prohibition against Gzele, against robbery. Today we have a related mitzvah, just one mitzvah today, also a prohibition, just like yesterday. Now Negative commandment, 247. And that is the prohibition expressed in Vayikra, Yud Test, Yud Gimel. That's uh, Leviticus 19.13. Do not, literally it's translated as oppress your fellow. Um, but we're going to explain what it means because it has a specific meaning here. The verse says, lay sa'ashoik es do not oppress your fellow, and do not rob from him. Okay, so these are two different but related uh, prohibitions. They're distinct prohibitions, meaning they are separate mitzvahs of the six hundred thirteen mitzvahs, but they have some similarity. First, what's the the difference? Difference is like this: Leisachik is when the person who has, who has the unlawfully obtained money, the ill-gotten gains, he didn't come up and snatch it. That's what the goslin. That's uh, a goslin means a robber, someone who commits gzela. That's what robbery is. He comes and he and he grabs it, and it's not like gneva. Gneva, we learned before, that's the uh, the thief who comes and secretly takes it. Leisashik means that. The person who has the ill-gotten gains came about it in a legitimate way, sort of. It's just that he's refusing to now give it to the one to whom it's due. Give you an example, or give you a few examples: Um, Employer employee. So, person worked, he earned wages, now he comes to get paid, and the guy doesn't want to pay him. So, he's holding on to money that doesn't belong to him that's called lay sashik. another scenario. Uh, a creditor debtor situation. i gave you a loan, now it's time to pay it and you're saying, "no, i don't want to pay it." or it could be a, a deposit, somebody who left something for safekeeping. oh, could you watch this and then he comes back and he wants to get it and the guy's like, "no, you gave it to me. You told me you could have." right? and i just want to explain also. it doesn't matter what line the person is saying why he's refusing to give it. It could be he just flat out refuses. He says, no, I won't do it. Could be he makes up a story. Oh, that wasn't the arrangement we had. Or it could just be some, like we say in Yiddish, kop. he's spinning your head around. He's giving you the runaround. He says, oh, uh, come back tomorrow and I'll have to look at my books and I'll see, you know, whatever line he gets. It doesn't matter what line the guy is saying. The point is, he has something that doesn't belong to him, and now he's refusing to give it up. That is a, a distinct prohibition. Now, that's how it's different than Xayla. How is it similar? Well, it's similar in the fact that you have something that doesn't belong to you. But it's really similar in the fact that the penalty for this prohibition is the same as the penalty for Xayla for robbery. Meaning to say, like we, we we mentioned yesterday, if the person swears falsely— that he doesn't have it or he doesn't owe it, then he'll have to pay a penalty of a fifth. And we explained yesterday how to calculate that fifth. Okay, that's the mitzvah for today. We will see you for more tomorrow, God willing.